Hola, yo soy Margarita y estás escuchando Limehouse Podcast. This is Paddy Ashdown and you're listening to the Limehouse Podcast. What a good name that is. Hi, I'm Tom Brake and this is the Limehouse Podcast. Hello, this is Nick Clegg and you're listening to the Limehouse Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Because I'm not persuaded by the case for war. This is what positive politics can do. So welcome back to the Limehouse Podcast. I hope you've been well. I've been in shock. I thought what I'd do with this one is uh, give it a week. I've, 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 it's Tuesday now. It's been a week since the election was called and I was in the mood for an emergency podcast. But I just thought, God, you know, by the time, by the time I've done it, there's going to be more news and I'll leave it a day. By the time I've done it another day, I will not be able to keep up with it all. So what I thought I'd do is do us all a favour, chill out for a week and then come back to it. So that's what I've done. Also, um, there's been a whole bunch of crazy shit happening. So I've gone out um, into some constituency constituencies in London, uh, mainly South East. Uh, so um, Bermondsey, uh, Simon Hughes' ward. And uh, I've, I've been out and campaigned, well, campaigned, shadowed him whilst he's campaigned. We had a little chit chat. Uh, along the way, which I recorded for you, and um, a councillor, a Lib Dem councillor there, <clears throat> excuse me, in um, in Berm- in the Bermondsey area, Southwark uh, area, the constituency over there, uh, Anud and uh, Anud um, Samurai. So, uh, her and I had a chat as well, and just to give you a rough idea of what it is to go out and campaign and uh, knock on people's doors, or in this case, ring on there really weird uh, 21st century uh, doorbell sort of like system thing uh, and chat to them and in fact the uh, the chat I start with is with Anud and her and I had a sort of uh, Romeo, Romeo and Juliet uh, moment with a with a uh, constituent over a balcony and they were giving uh, giving us a bit of love live Deb live Dem love um, which was extraordinary uh, and yeah and, and geez geez you know it, it's um Obviously, we all know it's been one hell of a, a week, to say the least. To say, to say the least. I mean, today we've got Theresa May in Wales going, "Hey, remember that that Labour Party? Yeah, nah. You want it? You want us lot? We love you. We love you, Wales. We, what what we do is we tell you we love you once every fifty-five years or sixty years, and um, and yeah, that'll do apparently." She'll piss off now. She'll piss off somewhere else, and I probably. Oh no! Hang on. Maybe she was in Wales when she decided to call this snap election to save um, the country from the perils of democracy. So perhaps uh, she she went back there just to you know get some reassurance. You know, touch the hills of, of Wales. Do we need? Oh, you know, do we need to blame the Welsh countryside for this? Or the inner workings of Theresa May's brain? Well, I'm not going to blame the Welsh countryside. So I'm gonna have to go for the the Theresa May brain uh, propaganda propa, propa, propagandist. That doesn't. That's not even a word. Um. Anyway, no. So enjoy the episode. There's not an awful lot to it. Some snazzy editing. That that means shit. Snazzy means shit. It's it's not great, but it it's it it's up and down. The volume goes up and down. It's on the street. It's a bit Louis Theroux in places. Yeah, that's who I'm 
basing this on now uh, just to uh, you know build the podcast up so you can knock it down um, yeah, there are loads of people that I need to give a shout out to this week um, so so many that I um, I don't actually know where to start so I'm just going to say all the lovely people um, who've been contributing on the uh, Limehouse podcast and in particular on Twitter which has gone completely insane this, this week um, well, I wonder why um, yeah and, and also you know people such as Elaine Bagshaw who we've, all had, we've had on this show uh, quite a few times obviously um, and she's out there you know campaigning like an absolute demon now as is Bobby Dean as is Emily Frith you know the, the previous panellists on this show They're, they are grassroots personified um, which brings me to the the topic of you guys getting involved. This is it. This is it. I joined the party after the uh, EU referendum, and I felt if I'd had that the, the the energy I have now, if I'd had put that into um, the Remain campaign, I, I maybe would have converted four or five people, um, or maybe ten or twelve. Who knows? Um, but no, I didn't think that that was an even remote possibility that we'd be leaving the European Union. Uh, holy shit, look what happened there. So guys, this is an opportunity for us to really kick some ass here. I mean, I know that we've reached, uh, the Liberal Democrats have reached 100, the 100,000 mark, which is, I don't know what that is. That's mental. That's that's pretty unbelievable. And I, I guess that is owed um, mainly in part to the the pathway that the Lib Dems have chosen that we you know the the forces that be within the Lib Dems have chosen and I think it's something that's really chiming with everyone um so yeah guys obviously we've got a confused Labour Party there and we've got a a, um, a Tory party that I don't even recognize we've got the likes that I thought we could rely on people like Anna Subri um to at least try and make a fuss uh, and, and try and put a spanner in the work. She's given up. She's 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 gone. She's left open Britain. Uh, we we can't rely on we can't, we can't rely on those people anymore. We can't rely on Keir Starmer to um, oppose the government because basically his proposals are exactly the same as David Davis. You know it it's it's complete pandering. That that party is more split than I I think they will have ever been and will ever be. This is it. This is the actual eye of the storm. The next sort of six weeks, we'll see the back of Jeremy Corbyn. It will see the back of um, John McDonald. Those guys are gone. Okay, so th- this is our opportunity to say to our friends and family who are, uh, you know, are they going to even vote? Are they bothered? Are they pissed off? They don't want to vote because there's been so many damn elections or are they just sort of saying, no, I actually want to make a point of this. You know, we're, in the, we're living in the, the 21st century. Hell. You know, look around the world, see what happens when a small, a, a, almost a party from nowhere comes up and uh, and grabs the light and grabs the, you know, the, that, I don't know, takes the opportunity, which is really there. And the only way we're going to do that as Liberal Democrats is getting out there and knocking on doors, you know, because we haven't got the billions of pounds, what, billions, the millions of pounds that the, the Tories and, and the, la- the Labour lot have. We just don't have it. Uh, you know, you can make a, a cheeky little donation. That does help. Honestly, two quid helps. Five quid helps. Um, but this is this isn't this is 
genuinely for the future. This isn't like, oh, you know, help the Liberal Democrats to lead, uh, lead a fight back uh, so in five years' time they'll be relevant. This is freaking now. We can be relevant in six weeks. We kind of are now, but not in a not as um, in such a great way. We are we in six weeks. That could be it. You know, if you want to support a pro-European party that has an outward-facing, yep, open, tolerant, and united look on the world, and you're thinking, shit, I'm not getting that with Labour. I'm not getting that with Tory. And if I vote Lib Dem, it's a waste of vote because it's never they're never going to get in opposition. If you take that line. Though you will never, ever see the light of day. You will never see the light of the EU ever again. That that candle is going to get blown out and it's never coming back unless you get up off your ass and do something about it. And I'm talking about, you know, a bit of Facebook banter with your mates, helping them see the light a bit. If, if they're on the fence, just push them over onto the Lib Dem side. There's no harm in it. Get engaged. And... To be honest, like I said, if it's it's not now, then it will be never. Because God knows where the hell we're going to be, un, you know, with, with the opposition versus the Tories. It's crazy. It's election time. Enjoy my little chat I'll, um, with, with Anood and uh, Simon. It's a bit, it's a bit freaking ch- chip choppy chop choppy with the uh, editing but that's the way it goes there are a couple of right characters that pop up including uh, Norman Aykroyd the artist he just randomly turns up which was pretty cool um yeah enjoy it I'll see you on the other side so yeah just um Romeo and Juliet moment there that's quite, <laughs> that was quite something and and yeah you know Lib, Lib Dem lover of the Lib Dems it's great yeah, Polish citizen a Polish citizen but you know it's gonna... yeah, with a UK partner by the same time yeah yeah get his partner to vote for us um, so I'm going to put it as a probable because obviously we didn't actually get to speak to the partner yeah, so, yeah. Um, so we now have a challenge because it sounds like the buzzers aren't working for anyone but we will not uh, first rule of canvassing never give up true can't you scream let's just scream in that <laughs> high pitched liberal democrat way um I once got so frustrated because everyone was out, so I just went blah, 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 and rang three bells at once, and then three windows opened and all looked at me at the same time. So it was like multiple cameras. Oh, you had an audience. Yeah. Did yeah, you no. get any of them on your side, <laughs> or they tell you to? Uh, it's always tricky when they think people are listening. So. What's the most ag- ag- aggressive? Um... Do you know, to be honest, very, very. I don't think I've ever had anything that was like really unpleasant. Um, yeah. I've known other people who've kind of had to clearly someone who's got some mental health issues something but it's really unusual I think actually most people are good yeah. polite people and even if they don't want to vote for you they'll kind of say no thank you and yeah. um, no I mean I, I love it actually because you know something you knock on a door you never know who's on the other side True. Like, it's a real insight into people and humanity and what makes them tick and you know I just think it's yeah. lovely I think it's a really nice bit of British politics oh hello I was looking for Joanna or Kate I mean, we've been quite unimpressed with the Labour MP who got elected last time. Um, yeah, do you know how... I've heard that so many times. And uh, The other thing I think people are really disillusioned, he spends lots of time worrying about internal Labour Party infighting and he nominated Corbyn and now complains and all the rest of it. Um, and actually Simon Hughes, whatever you think of him, was a really strong constituency MP, got the Jubilee line, saved Guy's Hospital and, and really was a strong voice for the area. Um, I think we're also very disillusioned with Labour and the Brexit kind of position uh, and certainly the Lib Dems are trying to be a real opposition to the Tories uh, in a way that we don't feel Labour are. So 
I suppose in this seat our request to Green voters is that you support Simon Hughes and the Lib Dems uh, because it's a battle between us and Labour, really. Yeah, I mean, would you consider supporting Simon Hughes and the Lib Dems? Brilliant. Okay, and were you Joanna or Kate? Sorry, Joanna. And did you vote, um, leave uh, or remain in the referendum? Sorry, it cuts out. Oh. Um, yep. Brilliant. No, well, certainly, I mean, lots of people in Southwark did, and we're really keen to give a voice to that sort of 48% uh, and to try and keep Britain at least within the single market, but also have a vote uh, on whatever deal is negotiated, so effectively have a further um, vote of the people rather than just letting the Tories pursue what they want. Um, so hopefully uh, you will consider supporting us, Joanna. Yeah, certainly. Um, of course, do do no, absolutely. And is do you know if Kate's a sort of similar leaning to you in terms of uh, her politics? Yeah. I don't know how Kate would have voted in the last. Um, yeah. she, she, but she's certainly sort of more on the left side of the equation. Um, certainly quite tall about Jeremy Corbyn. Mm. Brilliant. Well, um, please do let her know we pop by. I'll leave a leaflet, and I do hope your support. And thank you so much for your time. Really nice to talk to you. Thank you. Bye. Well, that, that's the, that's kind of like the perfect one, really, isn't it? Well, not perfect, obviously, because they're not Lib Dem and you don't have to do much, but in terms of, like, the open-mindedness of that person. Really nice lady, wasn't yeah, she? Green, green voter, but also completely understands the fact that we need to form a, a voting strategy stroke and alliance, perhaps. Yeah. And I think for us, I mean, if you look at the result of the last election here in 2015, if all those Green voters had voted for Simon, we wouldn't have got a Labour MP. Yeah. I mean, lots of Green voters seem quite disillusioned with, you know, particularly on Labour's position on Brexit, which, yeah. I mean, I, I really strongly think we wouldn't... If, if, if Jeremy Corbyn and the Labour Party had gone out there and campaigned properly for a Remain vote, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. yeah. I think also that's what's so exciting about having an election at this time, because... We have all these new members who've joined. Yeah. And in a way, I think people have joined and were like, what can I do? You know, I've, I've done that first step. Yeah. But I actually want to do something. I want to get out there. And I mean, we've been doing in Southwark over the last year, you know, petitioning for the rights of EU citizens yeah. and um, talking to voters about Brexit. But to actually say, here's a vote, uh, here's a campaign that we can get out and knock on doors. Yeah. Um, I think it's really enthused people and it gives people great experience. So one of my big hopes, because I have an interest in local government, is that yeah. we get people who want to stand for council next year and get stuck in that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Have we lost come, no, he's I've, just I've got it on my phone, otherwise. No, no, yeah. no he's come. Yeah. He's just finishing talking. Well, what's the feeling, Simon? How's it going? Well, so far, I have 100% success rate. Oh, really? 100%. But I have only so far knocked on six doors of whom one was in. So, <laughs> right? Okay. But yes, it was 100% success. So. It all counts. Yeah. It all, they're absolutely all Did counts. the buzzer go, oh, Simon, I love you. Yeah. No, 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 I spoke to them. I went yeah. and saw them face to face. Good. What's your, what's your favourite kind of um, door, uh, what, do, what do you call <laughs> it? Wooden Ocu one. <laughs> occupant? Occupant? <laughs> what do you call it? Resident? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The, the answer is, a new door says, it's also exciting because you never know who's going to answer and you see a name on a piece of paper. Yeah. Normally, if somebody answers, it is the name on the bit of paper. Sometimes it's not the name on the bit of paper because you know, it's they've moved or another member of the family is staying or something yeah. like that. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm always very positive about whoever it is. You very rarely get people who are really negative. Um, and you often get people who are very positive. And, and, and people often, people often 
when an election has happened, complain if nobody knocks at their door. You know, yeah. They say, nobody came to talk to us. Yeah. So actually, even if they give you the impression they're not very keen, the fact you've made the effort, they generally recognise and appreciate and are grateful yeah. for. And always nice to get someone on the fence and you sway them. Yeah, I mean, this fellow here um, wasn't here, I don't think, at the last election, so doesn't know the history of here. Um, uh, clearly is not wanting a Labour government and um, is anti a Labour party there by Corbyn and therefore now he understands that the politics in this seat is that since before, 19, before the last war it's a Liberal Democrat or Liberal or Labour seat and nobody else has ever won. He understands uncomplicated, I understand, I'll support you. So, but you sometimes have to just bring people up to speed. Absolutely. I'm just saying, Simon, with that office of money, somebody, Chris Kelly, who used to run your state board thing, he's just offered to help with state boards and somebody's just texted offering us a kettle. Chris Kelly. What's the likelihood of actually coming coming back into power here? I think we've got a really good chance. Um, Certainly, there were lots of people devastated after 2015 at losing Simon, so lots of residents who want to see him back. Yeah. However, Labour are pretty ruthless and determined to cling on to the seat. Um, so it will all be about bodies in terms of resource, um, how many people we can get out on polling day, get our support out, our organisation. So I think it'll be close, but we've absolutely got a chance. And the more people who come with some help, the more chance we've got. And it'd be great to... Just send a message to the Labour Party. I mean, as you heard me say, the Labour MP here nominated Corbyn, has spent all his time worrying about infighting when he should be standing up to the Tories. And it would just send such a strong message. Uh, We'll hopefully be winning seats across the country from the Tories. We also need to win them from Labour. And in the heart of London, that's absolutely where we need to be. And Simon's a great local MP. We need him in Parliament. So I'm really, really excited. This is a great chance for us to get a good Lib Dem MP back. We've, we've lost him on the doorstep somebody. <laughs> we're, that one. We may never... <laughs> he's, he's found a friendly supporter. Are you feeling confident about this? The answer is I'm feeling really encouraged. Yeah. I mean, the official election campaign hasn't even begun yet, obviously, which yeah, is very early days. Yeah. Um, in the sense that we're less than a week since the Prime Minister said there'd be an election and yeah. Parliament sits for another week. Um, so the formal campaign doesn't begin till then, but we've been out uh, on the streets. I've been out on four days now, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Um, and it is all encouraging. Now, we're completely not naive, we're not um, born yesterday. Um, The constituency went from a majority of 8,000 to us, yeah, uh, to a majority of 4,000 to Labour. Yeah, um, it had always been a constituency ever since I first won it, which was vulnerable. Yeah, to being won back because it wasn't a natural Liberal seat, uh-huh. and we've worked at it and worked at it and worked at it and worked at it, and we've got it into a good position. We're going into a shop now. How exciting! Hello, hello, hello. Hello, how are you? How are you? I'm very well, my friend. How are you? Not bad. I haven't seen you for a little while. Tell me. So how, you, how can I help you? You can help me by selling me if you have just a little packet of paper handkerchiefs. If you have such a thing. They're there, that's what I need. Right in front of oh, us. I didn't even stop. Thank you, that's all I need. Simon's out on the campaign trail. I know, I know. Yeah. We've known each other since we were both younger. It's okay. Right, you sure? Okay. Yeah. That's very kind of you. 
I'm sort of following but, him but around. But he knows my signboard. Yeah. Since five years, yeah. council doesn't allow me. They're still not allowing it. We've raised it. Asking? No, no, no. Uh, earlier, uh, on the last election, yeah, yeah. he took all the details and yeah, everything. And nothing. nothing. Well, let's add it to... I'll, See, no, no. Simon, yeah, if no. you can promise me, no. as gentlemen, you <laughs> promise me. See, no, no, no. when I promise, I always voted for you. Yeah. I believe you. I See, yeah. the next election, yeah. as soon as it declared, yeah. I told my family, my, my daughter, she is studying in medicine, oh, in Imperial. Why is she Imperial? Okay. Yeah, and I told her that only Simon. Oh, you're Nobody very good. <laughs> Brilliant. How many children have you got? Two. Two. Are they both living at home still, or are they yeah. living away? Both yeah, living yeah, home. Yeah. So one doing medicine and the other? Uh, son is also in Imperial. Oh, doing, doing what? Doing physics and math. Oh, fantastic. What a bright family. Yeah, indeed. Excellent. Well, I'll leave a leaflet. Yeah. I didn't come, I came in to buy that, but yeah, I'll yeah, leave no. a leaflet. Yeah. And we're sure we can win the seat back. I will make a little note yeah. that you still have the sign issue, which I remember. Please. Because um, what we hope is if we do really well this year here and win the seat back, which we think we can, then next year we could take back control of the council if we lost yeah, that in 20. Would you well, be unfortunately, we, you uh, yeah. couldn't do it, no. but next time, Please. otherwise we voted for a whole, whole panel yeah. last time. Yeah. Leave them. But yeah. unfortunately, uh, well, if we were punished yeah. for the coalition. Yeah. Would you be a star and just put your email address on there? Is that possible? Hi, dear. Sorry, This is what real, real campaigning is oh, all about. Hello. Now here <laughs> is one of the great uh, people of this part of London. Ah. This is Norman. Hello. Oh, it's very nice to Norman meet you. Norman is a, a Royal Academician. Do you know what I mean by that? I do not know. Oh, they are. Yeah. Uh, you should know. But anyway. yeah, probably, and it's yeah. great that you're standing again. It's, isn't it amazing and, yeah. how things have come round? I, I, I'm really busy at present, but if there's any way I can Norman, help. Fantastic. Are you at home in the next few weeks? You're not? I'm, 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 I'll be I'll be at home. Yes, yeah, fine, yeah, fine. yeah. I've got I'm, your number and uh, I'll come and bang with you. Yeah, come and, up uh, to the studio. Norman has a studio just over there. Oh, exciting! Yeah. Artist. Yeah, he's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful ah. nationally and internationally. You know who this man is. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does. We know each other. Yeah, we've been introducing. We've known each other forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wonderful. It's excellent. Seriously, this man has yeah, been, yeah, yeah. He's, he's A, personally wonderful, but also is... So you know about Simon's work for a while then, huh? Oh, well, we, he, became, he became the MP here about the same time as I moved in yeah. here, which is 30-odd years ago. I was going to say. And we've known each other all that time. So, we, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, You've grown up together. See, in this street, <laughs> yeah. yeah. he's our guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. We have all whatever, whatever the building yeah. you, you tell him, and yeah. he will say the history of that building. Yeah, no, that's true. Really, yeah. a London historian as well. Yeah. yeah, We've all become middle-aged together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I he, he was, a, he was a young man once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> young, at fantastic. I'll see you very soon, and I will feed back Please. the frustration. Please. Yeah. Norman, it's lovely to see you. It's lovely. Are you to as see busy you. as ever? Oh, um, I'm really busy. Yeah. yeah I saw you in the distance about a month ago and just called after you, but you were literally too far away. You're disappearing off somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so there's all sorts of things been happening, and it's uh, the street. God, hasn't the street changed since? Right? I mean, this is one thing I'm I'm worried about yeah. is that I don't know who's buying the property, but we're losing people who are. Doubling rents from know, twenty-five know, to fifty thousand—it's going to—the idiosyncrasy is going to get lost. I, know. If, I don't know how we can do a, what we can do about it, but if 
well, if we win, which we think we can, and the, and the feedback just in the first four days is amazing, I have mm. to say. I'm not naive, as I say, I'm not, mm. you know, but if the, if the will to change back again to us from maybe here is a strong for the rest of the days, we will take the seat back. Yep. Um, and if we do that, A, that could produce us taking the council next year, mm. and therefore deal with little things like street signs. But mm. B, the whole issue of the mix of housing and the community, because we have lost, Norman's quite right, we've lost a lot of that, you know, yeah, West Square where you find people who've lived here all their lives, mm. are on fixed tenses, yeah. at fixed rents, and people who've moved in who are professionals who can afford to pay much more you know, yeah. next door to each other. Mm. Mm. And it's nice yeah. to have the mix. I mean, Absolutely. Because it's well, look, good luck. I'll see you very soon. Thank nice you very much. Nice to meet you. All right. Are we finished? Yeah, we're done. Fantastic. Well, why don't we walk back to my bike? Okay, I'll Are see you guys. Are you off? Yeah, I'm going to head home. Okay, fine. I'll Thank you, you very, very much. Thanks, nice to meet you. And Let this is know. the first campaign I fought as a as sir. A, as a sir. <laughs> not, not that this is yeah. something that I... So do you get a do you get um, battle battle dress and uh, <laughs> a sabre with that? or well, should <laughs> What you can have... I discovered... I didn't, I, mean, I didn't know anything about these things. <laughs> yeah. But what I discovered you can have is you can ask for your coat of, uh, for a coat of arms to be made. No way, that's amazing. I mean, it'll cost something, obviously. Yeah. I didn't think this was one of my life priorities. <laughs> to have a yeah. Simon. Yeah, I wonder what John Lennon would think To have that, a Simon yeah. coat of arms. George! Simon, I've been just singing said, your praises! You have just been sending me a lovely letter to email to which I have replied. Simon, then, I've seen your guys canvassing along here. We have been, and I've yeah. just been joined over the last hour. Simon, you must be emailing. But don't come to our barbecue because you, you'll be canvassing. No, well, I will, I will come to everything I can, fitting it in with the But Wait, Simon, you must get in. Well, we're trying. We're, we've only just started. But we are I, and I'm Vauxhall. I'm, I'm, I want to get Kate Howie well, out. Well, the person who's the, our candidate in Vauxhall is called George Turner. I've heard about him today. He's a great guy, and he was my head of office. I'm going to vote for him. He's great. I normally vote Conservative. It's wasted and, in Vauxhall. And he's, a, and he's lived in Vauxhall for many, many years. Lovely, lovely guy, uh, not long ago married, like, just had a little daughter. Um, so he's lovely, he's really lovely. His mum's Croatian, so he absolutely understands all the EU issues. But it's a tough word. It is tough, it is. But, but Kate Howey was so nailed her colours to the mast on Brexit with Farage. I know, she I know. She must be more vulnerable than many other people. I hope she loses the seat. She never replies to emails. I just not know. No. No. But Simon, you told me there could be election in June. I did, I did. You did? I did. <laughs> but you must, you must win. Well, we, we are doing all we can. <laughs> We're doing all we can. So talk to all your Southwark, no, your Southwark Neil, yeah, Neil Cole, what was on Georgie? He won by 4,000. 4,000? We'd won previously by 8,000. So it's absolutely doable. Needs 2,000 odd people to change their vote. But you stand a good chance this time because absolutely. the Labour Party are in disarray. You've got a good story to tell. No, 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 listen, we absolutely, and we've had, this is day four of being out and about knocking on doors, and the mood is extraordinary. I'm not naive, we're, you know, Labour have hundreds of members and have lots of money. But you are a model MP. Well, I always say this, he's a, if all the right. MPs in that country were like you, we, don't we, know we won't be in the best place. I think that probably is true. <laughs> but you're quite. Do you live locally as well? No, uh, Broccoli. Bro Broccoli. Okay. No, we've just been to a charity meeting. Yeah, in Bunsy Central. Yeah, we have. That's it. But no, it's going to go well. I mean, if you need some to stuff envelopes, I, 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 I may, can... I, may I tell the team of that because you sent your email. No, I, I, will, I have replied already to you. <laughs> I will. Um, I will. 
can't be stuck on because I've got cameras. No, no, fuck off. Right. You're off. You, you can help. I've got to. I feel confident you're going to win. No, I you hope get your I own seat back. We can. We can. We can. Bye. We'll do all we can. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. But anyway, where are we? So, um, so I've always taken the view that we ought to do what they do in the rest of mainland Europe, most of the rest, which is just we ought to separate um, the state uh, ceremony of, of marriage yeah. and faith communities arrangements. And I sought to amend the legislation to separate the two. Yeah. Um, so I voted for the second reading in principle because it's equal marriage. Um, I then moved amendments and then I abstained on the third reading. Yeah. Um, uh, for which I got quite a lot of flack uh, because it didn't do it in the way that I wanted to. Now, yeah. whether that was wise or not, people can judge. Um, but I have no uh, problem about it and I support uh, in an uncomplicated way the idea that we absolutely have equality of marriage um, in this country. Northern Ireland still doesn't, so there's issues yeah. to battle for there. Clearly, um, yeah. And there are many other... and. and so, for me, the two issues, well, three issues that are now the big issues are, one, it is still often the case that young people uh, have a really hard time if they are either clear about or unclear about their sexuality and it's not conventional uh, heterosexual feeling that they have. So, the whole issue is still about homophobic bullying in schools that we need to be much better. We're beginning to get better, but it's very hard. Secondly... Um, post-school leaving age it is really difficult for lots and lots of young gay and lesbian bisexual adults to be supported in getting the housing they need they probably can't live at home they have to leave home yeah. finding somewhere that's safe and suitable and appropriate I mean the really big issues and the third big issue is the international situation where whether it's in places like um, uh, Iran, where I got involved in rescuing some uh, a guy who had family here who was going to be executed if he got taken back to Iran. Yeah. Uh, whether it's places like Saudi Arabia or the Gulf, whether it's places like Chechnya, whether it's places like Uganda, which are in the Commonwealth, and, yeah. and, and not least the Commonwealth countries, which, yeah, as the as UK is the leading Commonwealth, the, the original Commonwealth country, we need to really work hard to make sure that the Commonwealth agenda is much more clear in advancing equal rights for LGBT people. Is, is that going to happen with, uh, with our sort of slightly isolationist well, stance at the moment? I think, I think to be fair, um, they're, they're unrelated in the sense that um, our pulling out of the EU route is not helpful, but the Commonwealth debate is a different one, and okay. I think, I think, I understand the sensitivities of um, uh, traditional attitudes to sexuality, public attitudes to sexuality in Africa and so on. Um, of course, the truth is also that quite often privately people <laughs> don't comply with that public no. pronounced position. So, um, but I mean, you're, I mean. I thought I thought Tim was quite good at, at uh, sort of um, defending himself. Yeah. But I mean, Tim, like me and others who come from an evangelical background, seek to not be the people who adjudicate on what is Christian doctrine or not. Because yeah. Neither of us are qualified. And, and I can I mean tell you, and, and I hope I 
reasonable to share this, but I'll share it with you. I don't think I've shared it generally. I remember going a year or so ago, I think probably was still the MP, to a girls, Christian girls, Church of England girls secondary school here. Um, and the Archbishop came to their um, assembly, spoke at their assembly. And then he had a session with the sixth form, and I was invited to join them. And there were a group of 20 very bright sixth formers. Yeah. Um, some were uh, Christian, some were Muslim, some may have been of other faiths or no faith. And he was, um, the girls were fantastic. They asked him absolutely the sort of hardest questions you could imagine without any compunction at all. Yeah. Like, the first question was from a Christian girl who said, uh, Archbishop, um, my friend here is a Muslim. As a Christian, do you expect me to try to convert her to be a Christian? Or should I um, respect her being a Muslim? Or do you expect me to be even more... Po- I mean, just help me, because yeah. in theory we're a, we believe we should be bringing people to Christ and therefore what should I do about my assistant? That was the first question. Yeah. That's easy <laughs> one to start. And then the second question... Yeah. The second question was... Um, Archbishop... Um, what does the Church of England think about gay sex? Yeah. <laughs> and the Archbishop, who I think is fantastic, um, said, he said, I have to tell you honestly, that is for me and for the Church one of the most difficult questions around. If you'd asked me that question when I first became a Christian, I would have had a different answer to the one I'll give you now. Yeah because the church is thinking through its views on that again. It was clear that in the past there wasn't any issue, really. The church would say any out-of-marriage sex or same-sex relationship was sinful. Yeah. I mean, it applied to out-of-marriage sex, too, for between straight couples. Yeah. Um, but, but the church has to do two things. The church has to realise that if it spends all its time talking about sex, actually, it's not going to make much progress. No, no. Because for most people, that is not the issue of the moment. The issue of the moment is housing or debt or finance or all those things. And then he said, and actually I'm on a journey myself in terms of trying to understand what God wants us to do. Clearly he makes people who are gay. Yeah. (laughs) They're created by God in his own image. Um, And therefore... and, 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 and if you believe the Gospels, Christ went around specifically going out of his way to look after people who were on the margins and in minorities and so on. And that must therefore apply to gay people. Mm. So where should the church be? And we're struggling together. Yeah. So, so Tim seeks to say, and I would seek to say, don't, don't force us to try to be the theologians pronouncing on one of the most difficult things in, in the eyes of the state, in the eyes of the party, in the eyes of parliament, in the eyes of the country, we should absolutely recognise and rejoice in the fact that people can uh, be together, love together, live together. You know, we absolutely should recognise that. Yeah. And that's a lovely thing. And actually the thing that's really better in this country now is that if you allow people and you recognise and value and appreciate and honour people's relationships, whether they're um, a gay couple or a straight couple, then you're allowing long-term relationships to be developed and fostered. In the old days, old days, the days when I was young, 
No, I mean, you know, when I was still at school, gay, gay, homosexuality was illegal, it was well, a crime. Yeah, yeah 67. And therefore, people used to be you know, not just caught and arrested, but followed and pursued by the police and taken to court. And I, and I, I was, I'm a lawyer, in my early days in court, I used to defend people who'd been, you know, arrested by the police for importuning in public toilets. Yeah. At the same time as I defended people who were arrested for prostitution. I mean, all that yeah. sort of thing. So yeah. we've moved on along. So Tim, Tim is trying to be true to that struggle in the church, which is saying this is not an uncomplicated issue, yeah. while saying on the other hand, saying on the other hand, it is clearly not uh, a sin to be gay, and we as a party have been at the forefront of arguing for equal rights for LGBTQ yeah. people. So. Yeah, I just think it's, it's going to be, I don't know, it's, it, it might, I don't, I don't think it's going to go on and on. I think it will settle. I, I think, think it will settle. Yeah. And, and, and it's good it's come at the beginning of the, um, yeah, I think the campaign, I suppose. It's a bit frustrating for him, yeah. I know, and, and, and he's frustrated, but... Yeah. Okay, good. yeah, yeah. So guys, I hope you enjoyed that chat. I certainly did. Um, I, I enjoyed the atmosphere. I've got to say, I know I bitched about it to start with, but as I was listening to it, I was like, you know what, I like this. I, I mean, I had it with Jonathan Bartley, you know, going outside in the traffic and all the crazy shit. It was great. So, um, expect more of it. In fact, I am going to try and venture out. No, I am going to venture out to uh, Twickenham, uh, Vince Cable's seat, and I'm going to go and try and chat with him. And I'm going to go and see uh, Ed Vasey over there. And Ed Davey, even. Ed Vesey is a, <laughs> is a prospective uh, counsellor over, over my way. So that's my mistake. But Ed Davey's a great guy. In fact, I had a very drunken conversation with him once when we were um, just about to celebrate um, Sarah Olney's uh, sweeping victory in Richmond Park. And I've actually got a copy of that. But it was... Um, it wasn't... <laughs> It was a, a very drunken conversation we had, so it didn't really make any sense uh, to me, anyway. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to trying to give you an idea of what's coming up in the future here. Mark Pack is coming on the show. I did screw up the date. I double booked him, but it, it meant that I could go out and chat with Simon and Anood. So there you go. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, then everything has yeah, every cloud has a silver lining, and everything's great. Everything's beautiful. Um, now, now what's happening is oh yeah Mark Mike Mike Goldsworthy from uh, Scientists for Europe is going to be on the show now he he's um, he's a guy who I saw on the uh, March for Europe stage uh, just uh, before Nick Clegg spoke and I thought yeah I like the cut of his jib let's get him on the show and the guy's been so so lovely and accommodating yeah and he's even part with my complete double booking that I did this week and screw I screwed everything up and um, yeah you know what, guys? It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, so, yeah. It's frantic at the moment, as you can tell in the speed to which I am talking. But that's for a very good reason. So, guys, hold on to your lug nuts. Get your friends to... I don't know. Get Chat to your mates. If they're open-minded and they're over Corbyn they're over it now, then do it. Because I know that there are a lot of young people when t Jeremy Corbyn first turned up that were bloody excited. I was bloody excited. I was like, blimey, Riley, who's this? And it's turned to shit. And if they can see that and they want to to find that acorn that is the Liberal Democrats and give them a go, sprinkle some water over that uh, little acorn there and see that uh, Liberal Democrat oak tree grow. 
and outgrow that dirty Tory ash tree, then you get out there and you sprinkle that water on those. Uh... Okay, guys, um, look after yourselves.